Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am your host, Emmy Morgan. Um... I'm going to try to keep it light. There's going to, sorry, my upstairs neighbor is like so bad today. He's actually been bad like all week. So he's been like dragging his feet. Not like, and I know I'm just, it sounds like I'm being like really petty, but the man is like 6'6", 250, and he's like stomping, um, He's playing his music really loud, although he'll, like, play it loud for, like, a couple songs, and then he'll stop, which is nice, but then he'll start up again, and and then he'll watch a movie loud, and it's like, we are all confined to our homes. Why are you doing that? Like, really, dude? You can't be neighborly? And the thing is, and you're probably thinking, oh, you know, he's probably not meaning to do it. He's been spoken to about it. Like, I've written letters. Well, I wrote one passive-aggressive letter to him. The uh, property manager know, and I've had to call the cops at some point because it's ridiculous. And now, starting next week, I'm going to be working from home. How the heck am I going to be able to work from home with that noise up there constantly? And the fact that he almost, like, ran me over in the street – I'm really upset with one person in my life that I told that to, and the person said, and I'm not going to name that person because I don't want to give that person any type of of um, airtime or any, like, yeah. Um, the person said, well, you really shouldn't involve the cops. You really... You know, they're really nice people up there. If you just talk to them. And I'm like, he fucking almost ran me over. You want me to be nice to him? So I kind of had to take that person out of my life. Because if anybody is okay with me almost getting harmed, then they don't need to be in my life. Period. End of story. I, I, yeah, that's, like, not cool. The fact that he keeps doing this is because people like that allow him. You have to speak up. And, yeah, I was just very disappointed in that person. So I kind of just let them go. Um, But, yeah, I had to go to the store a couple times. Um, Excuse me. And every time I've gone to the store, it's the same thing. People out running. People out playing basketball. They think this is a vacation, and it's not. Like, Two people, well, more than two people, one person that is pretty famous, not pretty famous, but um, if you've seen the movie or the TV show You on Netflix, um, the character Joe, he had a mentor played by actor Mark Bloom. Mark Bloom is from Desperately Seeking Susan. The man was in his 60s. He died from coronavirus. And it was directly coronavirus. 
Did he have any pre-existing issues? I don't know. But the report came out that he died from coronavirus. And we got these freaking yahoos playing basketball and playing tennis and walking around like it's a fucking vacation. This is not a vacation, guys. Serious. Start taking it seriously. Or you could be next, period. There was this fucking idiot. I'm not sure why he did this. He, here in Boston, he licked one of the train, like one of the railings at the train. So now the, the whole train is out of commission because of this fucking idiot. Like, I, I just don't, I don't grasp how humans are, whether it be the noisy neighbor or the people walking around and, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. So, yeah. Um, I just wish people would take it more seriously. Going out because you need uh, groceries or, and then I get to the Walgreens. Walgreens is not that far from my house, so I'm able, I'm in, like, walking distance of it. So I went to Walgreens and, um, starting to restock shelves and paper paper toilet, paper towels and toilet paper and everything like that. So that's good. But I went to him and I said, how are you guys doing? And he's like, you know, the attitude with customers has gotten so bad. They are so rude to us. And I'm like, really? Right now at this time they're rude to you? Like, I don't understand why people are the way they are, you know, like, I just, I I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't get it. And uh, whatever. On the plus side for my experience, I've been writing so much, like every day. So I have a routine. Every day I get up, I get out of my bed and I work at my desk because I don't want to be sitting in bed this whole time. Um, I'm glad I had that routine because it gets me out of bed. I go get the mail every day to get me like a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah. And ne- next week, well, this week, so tomorrow I'm going to get my um, work laptop. I think I'm going to spend some time like on our back porch because we have a back porch, maybe reading for a couple of hours. Um, ton of books I haven't even touched yet but I didn't want to touch them like right away so I think I'm going to start working on that um I've been watching a ton like my Netflix and my Hulu have been burned up I've been using them so much speaking of that um sorry I had to jot something down speaking of that I Like everybody else who watched the Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and I forgot what the, the other M is. Holy shit. That show, it's a seven part docuseries. And, like, oh my God, the memes are insane and hilarious. But I just, I don't know. Like, I have a couple questions. Like, so the guy 
Rick Kirkman, he says, you know, oh, the studio blew up with all my footage. Then where is he getting this footage that's in the show? Like, I guess I'm confused. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's just, like, the first and second clearly thought Joe was crazy. I thought he was being a little antagonistic to Carol. And I thought Doc Antal was kind of cool. And then that third episode hit, and I was like, holy shit. This is some shit. That is the craziest show I have ever seen in my life. And I, I, I've got nowhere. I, I, yeah. I do have this new, excuse me. That's my seasonal cough. I don't have Corona, just to let you know. I do have a new pickup line after watching this show. Um, this guy, Joe Exotic, he was married five times. The first two weren't legal, obviously, because they were, like, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, so gay marriage wasn't legal. Then he got married to this guy, John, who, if you see John in the series, you're like, oh, he is really cute. I mean, he has messy teeth in the series, but after the show, he got his teeth fixed, so he's not, now got, like, new, new dentures. But he was pretty cute, though. He was, like, he was, like, kind of short, kind of stocky. Um, and then there's Travis Maldonado. That John Finley and Travis Maldonado. Travis was this tall, dark-haired, gorgeous man. Like, he's so hot. Um, and you're like, how did Joe get them? Like, what the fuck? And so what? Joe did was Joe married John and then Joe married John and Travis at the same time. So one and two. Um, And then Joe got married again, but I don't want to tell you what happened. Um, But Travis and John were actually heterosexual. Neither one of them had been with guys before. And So now the running joke that I'm going to use on guys that have never dated trans women is, hey, I have tiger cubs and mess. What are you doing later? That's my new, that's my new thing. Um, Because that's what lure them. I, I, I just, I don't want to spoil it, but it is an insane, insane. It's so insane because you're like, is this a dramatization or is this real? But it's all real. And there's going to be a sequel. Um, the reason why it's called Tire King is because Joe Exotic, he changes his last name to Exotic because he has a long name that nobody can ever pronounce. Um, he's a gay um, polygamist, redneck, gun-toting, animal Tamer. He was arrested and sentenced to 22 years in prison for um, hiring someone to kill his rival, Carol Baskin, who is a, quote, 
animal rights conservationist, end quote. Um, Again, you'll see what I mean when you watch it. Definitely watch it. It's definitely an experience. Everyone is talking about it. Um, It's just, I was bored, and I was like, eh, what is everybody talking about? What is this Tiger King bullshit? And when I watched it, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, wow. It's insane. It truly is insane. Um, I also started Little Fires Everywhere with um, Reese Witherspoon. She plays this woman named Elena. And and set in the 90s, Elena is a waspy, well-to-do, married mother of four, two boys, two girls, who works as a, a writer at a um, newspaper. And she happens to meet Mia Warren, who's Carrie Washington, a single black mom living in her car. And she rents her uh, one side of a duplex. And, oh, my God, that's an intense show just because, like, underlying racism in it is just so ridiculous. And I want you to know, there's racism on both sides. There's such racism on both sides. Mia's racist against Elena and her family, the Richardsons. And Elena is specifically racist against Mia, but she's not against Mia's daughter, Pearl. So it's, like, weird. Um, Yeah, and uh, Joshua Jackson plays... um, Reese Witherspoon's husband, and he's okay, I think, but Elena's super racist. And a lot of people are saying, oh, it's so much like Reese's character on Big Little Lies. It's not. Not at all. Um, She, I forgot her character's name. I want to say it's like Mary Madison or something like that. Big Little Lies, she's not racist, number one. She's very open-minded. She's a fucking cheater, number one, number two. And she's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I think that character had a hard life, but wants to make things right. Um, like she had a child really young and then she got married and had another child with Elena's character. She's not having a child out of wedlock. She's doing everything the proper way, the Christian way and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's, you know, by the book. And I would imagine she grew up with money and she just continued that lifestyle. But I don't think the Big Little Lies character is anything like Elena, like whatsoever. Um, there's no underlying racism in the Big Little Lies character. Yeah, it's just, I think they're different, but that's just me. Um, also, I finally watched the movie Bombshell, and I'm pissed I didn't see it when it was in theaters. It was so good. 
it actually inspired my third book. And I can say that because after watching Bombshell, it made me write this book. Um, I want to say that, you know, it's a man's world and blah, blah, blah. But it's a person in power's world. I want to say that. And here's why I want to clarify. Um, in Bombshell, it details how Roger Ailes sexually assaulted Megyn Kelly back in the day, um, kissed her when she didn't want to be kissed. He, like, attacked her three times. And when I say attack, I mean, like, he forcibly, like, put himself in her space. Um, the first time he did it, she just, like, pushed him away. The second time, she really pushed him away. And the third time, I think she let him kiss her because he asked her, when's your contract up? And it was just like, oh, my God, how did you get away with this? So um, Margot Robbie's character is a composite character, which means she was a combination of a different of different characters in one. Um, her character actually did the deed to get ahead. And Gretchen Carlson's character, there was innuendos, but Gretchen kept, like, pushing him off, pushing him off. And it was Gretchen in real life that said, all right, I'm not taking anything else. You want to fire me? It's because I won't sleep with you, obviously, because I'm doing a great job. I have a high-rated show. Why am I being fired? Oh, there's no reason? Well, then it's because that has to be the reason, because I won't let you do anything to me. And a lot of people do the he said, she said, but Gretchen was fucking smart. She recorded every conversation that she had with him. And thank God, because she won. And other women stepped up because she made the first move. So if you are being sexually harassed, whether you're a man or a woman, please step up. And when I say man or a woman, going back to my original point, um, right before this call, I wondered if a few male friends of mine had been sexually assaulted. I have a few friends working in the entertainment industry, and I just wondered, you know, I just wanted to reach out to them and ask, hey, you know, have you guys ever been, you know, sexually assaulted? And... um one of them said yes and gave me a ton of examples. And I was in tears right before this call because he's a very attractive man. And I think, and he's been assaulted by women and men. The, the women were physically aggressive with him. And the men would just say stuff. And I'm just, I was so, like, by how much he was hurting. And then I talked to one of my other friends, and he said, you know, oh, um, he was assaulted, but not in Hollywood. And then he told me what his old boss did. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And let me just tell you, that first person that I talked to, my friend that made me cry, 
his last sexual assault incident with a man was this January. So I just want people to know Harvey Weinstein is gone, but this attitude is not gone. This attitude that I'm a position in power, you want something from me, whether it's a ca- whether it's a role that I'm casting, whether it's you know per, uh, you want to produce a movie, then you have to do things for me. This mentality is still in Hollywood, guys. We need to suss it out and get rid of these people. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Tom Hanks. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying, even if it is Tom Hanks, get him the fuck out. We need to stop letting these people get away with it. And that's, like I know, going back to my earlier comment, this is why I do not care about being a petty bitch and calling the cops on my neighbor. I'm tired of people getting away with behavior that's unacceptable and everybody else has to suffer. The person that I talked to wanted me to just let it go. And, oh, why don't you put your earbuds in? And why don't you do, what of me? What, I didn't do anything wrong. All I'm doing is telling someone else in authority this, what this person is doing is wrong and I'm being lectured? Fuck that. I will never be silent when I see something wrong going on. Never. And I will never let somebody silence me. Never. To that point, I really want to work with Universal Studios. That has been my plan, to get a production company with Universal Studios. I'm changing my mind now. I'm changing my mind. I don't want to work with Universal Studios. In fact, I don't even know if I'm going to visit Universal Studios. Excuse me. They made a big deal to say that they were going to be releasing movies early during the coronavirus. I was so happy. I wanted to see The Invisible Man again. I was so excited. Um, one of my friends, her, her kids hadn't seen Birds of Prey. They really wanted to see it. You know what Universal did? So whenever you go to rent something online, there's a price to rent and there's a price to buy. The price to rent is always like the most I've ever seen a rental is like five ninety nine. The price to buy is usually fourteen ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine. Well what Universal is doing during this time is they're making the price to buy nineteen ninety nine and they're putting that out first and then you have to wait two weeks to rent. So my friend had to buy Birds of Prey in order to watch it during this time because she's not sure if in two weeks she's going to, you know, her and her kids are going to be home. I think that's awful, and I think that's also price gouging. Why would you do that to people at this time? We are, again, back to my other comment, we are, this, this virus is showing who we truly are as people. A neighbor who doesn't care how he's affecting somebody else, he's going to do whatever the fuck he wants. Someone I confide in who feels like they are protecting that person over me. Other people going out, like, well, I don't want to be cooped up in the house. I need some fresh air, so I'm going to go play basketball with my friends and put other people in danger. Because what if these people who are out there playing basketball, 
breathing heavy, sweating? What if they have it and they're passing it on? Because it is airborne. It loves lungs. The respiratory disease lying to people. They said they didn't say that it was going to be out to to buy first or rent. They just said, oh, we're, we're making the movies available. They weren't specific. So here we all are thinking that we're going to rent it, and now people have these movies that they don't even want. What if somebody bought the entire movie, spent the $20 for Birds of Prey, and didn't like it? Guess what? They just spent 20 bucks. With money being tight, why would you do that to people? The hoarding, the price gouging from Amazon, like, we are really showing who we are as people, and it is disgusting. I went to, on Tuesday, I had to buy, um, was it last Tuesday or last Monday? I don't remember. Last, sometime last week, I went to buy two things. I went to buy toilet paper, and I went to buy – no, um, I'm sorry. La, let me back up. Last week, I went to buy hand sanitizer, um, hand soap with, with uh, antibacterial soap. Sorry. And I went to two stores because there's three people in my apartment, and I wanted to make sure I had enough. So the first store I went to, Stop and Shop, they had five, five left. And I'm like, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to take two because two's a good number. I'm going to leave the rest. I'm just going to take my two and leave. So I did that. And then I went to another store, and they had three. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? All right, I'm just going to take one. Now I have three. So in my head, now that I have three, antibacterial soap dispensers, it's almost like each one of us gets our own. Obviously, we're all sharing it, but, you know, think of other people. Like, when I get home from work, the first thing I do when I walk through the door, after I put the mail down for, you know, my roommate, I take off my shoes. Like, I don't know if my shoes are loud or whatnot to my my downstairs neighbors, but I have memory foam slippers. I put those on immediately. I do that not because I'm trying to, like, tiptoe, but I have real wood floors in my apartment. They're going to be squeaky. There are times in the morning, and also in the morning, I wait till I'm ready to leave to put on my shoes. There have been a couple occasions where I'm like, shit, I forgot something in the fridge. And then I just felt so bad walking at 7 a.m. across the real wood floors to the fridge and then back to the front door. I felt bad about that. Like, I think of other people before I do things. Am I perfect? Fuck no, I'm not perfect. But I try to think of other people before I do something that I know will affect other people. I don't think everybody else thinks that way. But you know what, though? I'm okay with that. Because I can't control how other people react. I can control how I react. I can control what I do. But I'm just, I'm so disappointed in people. So fucking disappointed in people. I've actually started avoiding people. Um, the upstairs neighbor and I got to the front door at the same time. I, I like, hung out 
at the mailbox because I did not want to walk behind him. I didn't want him holding open the door for me. I didn't care if he closed the door in my face. I just, I avoid completely. And the person that I confided in, I completely avoid now. Completely avoid. And I'm just so disappointed in people and how they are. But um, one of the, the friends, the guy friends that I was talking to, um, the one that had the um, the boss that sexually harassed him, he's like, you know what? I don't wish her ill will. I wish her the best, but karma is going to get her. And I'm like, that is so true. Karma will always remember. And when these, but I just don't think that these people are the type of people that are like, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Oh, I remember when I was a jerk to this person or that person. I'm like that. I definitely am like that. I'll definitely say, oh, I fucked up with that person. That's probably why this is happening with me. Again, I am not perfect. I will admit when I'm wrong. I will admit my mistakes. And I have to the people that need to hear it. But I also make sure that when I do something, I think about the repercussions first. Um, You know what I mean? But it's just... I think that's so rare nowadays. I think it's rare for people to apologize for their bad behavior. I think it's rare for people to take ownership and responsibility. I think it's better. I mean, it's getting a little bit better. Um, There was this, um, that kid, um, what's his name? He was, he was on the news in Florida, and he was like, oh, yeah, I, uh, if I get coronavirus, I get coronavirus. I want to enjoy my – he went on Instagram and was like, you know what? What I said was disgusting. I am sorry. People are dying, and I was, like, really – I took it very lightly. I apologize. You never see that happen. That made news because people don't do that on the regular. People don't apologize for their bad behavior because they feel like, eh, they'll get over it or it'll blow over, whatever. But what they don't understand is, at least for me, if someone can apologize for their behavior to me, to my face, I have more respect for them. And I'll be like, geez, that that person's pretty cool. I misjudged that person. Let me tell you something. It's been rare. The times that I have apologized to people, what I say is this. I understand my point of view. What is your point of view? And when I hear their point of view, I'm like, I get it. Holy fuck. I didn't realize I treated you that way. I am sorry. That's not how I wanted you to be treated We're friends. If somebody treated you like that, I would tell you, get the fuck away from that person. And I treated you like that, I am sorry. To my my guy friend who said that he was sexually harassed, I said to him, you know, oh, my God, if I've ever flirted with you to the point that made you uncomfortable, I am really sorry. And if I ever do in the future, please let me know, and I will squash it immediately because I don't want to cross that line with you. I don't want you to feel like, I'm acting the way that these people have acted with you, and it's okay. 
And one of my other friends said, yeah, I have, but I've been sexually harassed, but whatever, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. So men are, with men, it's different. That's why I say it's it's about people of power. When women get sexually harassed and assaulted, no one believes them unless they have hardcore proof. The first thing people say is, where's her proof? Or they'll say, why did she wait so long? Or they'll say, oh, she's got a reason. For Gretchen Carlson, oh, she's, she's just angry because she got fired. Someone came out and said uh, her name is Tara. Um, I think it's pronounced Reed, uh, but it's not Tara Reed, the actress. It's R-E-A-D-E. She came out and said, you know what? I was sexually harassed in the 90s by Joe Biden. And guess what people are saying? Why did it take so long? Why did you wait until he was a presidential candidate? He was a vice president twice. Why you? Why are you waiting now? Um, so women have to have, or uh, yeah, women have to have proof that they were sexually assaulted. Had Gretchen Carlson not had that those recordings, she wouldn't have gotten paid the twenty million she got. She wouldn't have gotten an apology from Fox News for his behavior. It would have been a he said, she said forever. Calation. Kirsten. For men, it's different. Men get sexually harassed. What are you, gay? You're reporting that you were sexually harassed. Don't you want women to be all over you? But sexual harassment is sexual harassment no matter what your gender is. And it's wrong and it needs to stop immediately. And I have no clue why people still do it and think they can get away with it. If some, if Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby can be taken down, you could be taken down too. Those are two people that were like huge. Roger Ailes, if he could be taken down, why do you think you won't get caught? I don't get it. But... Maybe it's better I don't get the mind of crazy people because then that means I'm crazy. So, and I think it's completely nuts to think that you can sexually harass somebody and get away with it. I do. I find it crazy. Um, I want to leave with my Eva Mendez moment because this is like was kind of a heavy show. Um, my Eva Mendez moment. Let me think for a second. Um, it's funny. That's what I wrote down and then like, I don't know. Um, my Eva Mendes moment. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, before before I get to that, there's another topic I, I wanted to add. So, John Callahan had passed away. It wasn't from coronavirus. He passed away yesterday. If you don't know John Callahan, he played Edmund Gray on All My Children. He was married to Eva LaRue, who played Maria. They had a kid together. Michelle, um, Sarah Michelle Geller posted this really nice message. And then Nancy Lee Grand posted a message. She posted a message about an incident with John Callahan. I guess they had worked together once and he exposed himself to 
some extras. Um, question is, why would you, like, the family's been contacted, so everybody knows, but people are grieving right now. Is that the right time to tell that kind of story? Is, when is the right time to speak ill of people that have passed? This feels like when Gail King did the interview with um, oh, Kobe Bryant's friend, Lisa. Uh, I can't remember her last name. Why would you do that, right? Like, immediately. She did, she replied to Soap Opera Digest post about John passing. This is exactly what she said. Like, why would you do that? She blocked me on Instagram or Twitter, and I really don't care. She's a very, I think she's the type of person that's likes to say controversial things. Granted, it probably happened, and she's, you know, I, I'm believing her. I'm believing that it did happen. She said that she saw it, she reported it, and nothing happened. I believe her. But I think that people like that, they do and say things to get retweets and stay relevant. She couldn't wait a week. She couldn't wait a month. Like, she didn't say anything when he was alive. Like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand when people do that. Everybody knew about Kobe Bryant and his sexual case. Everybody. If you were a fan of his, you knew that. You did the research. You knew what he went through. You knew what he experienced. You knew that he had an accuser. You knew all that. You knew his story. Nobody knew about John Callahan publicly. So why would you, I don't know, if it was me, what I would do is I would wait at least a month and I would say, listen, I wanted to give the respect to his family. But I have to tell this story because when he was alive, I didn't feel comfortable telling it. I would explain why I didn't say anything when he was alive, why I waited until he died. And yeah, I would explain it. Or maybe I wouldn't say it publicly at all because what's the point of it? He's passed on. Like, the person's passed on. Why even bring it up? What's going to happen? Like, we're going to prosecute him from the grave? Like, I don't know. I just feel like some people, I understand free speech, and you have the right to say whatever you want. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Think about it. Because now, while this little girl is grieving her dad dying, she's also at the same time going to be dealing with rumors that she may or may not have ever heard. 
because if that person was an extra, they probably, because it was more than one extra, what if those kids, by weird coincidence, goes to that little girl's school? Yeah, it was my mom and dad that your dad sexually, you know, exposed himself to. Like, what? Think before you type, before you hit send. I just, I don't, I don't understand the nature of people nowadays. Um, she could have wrote a tell-all book and mentioned it in there. I don't know. Just, oh, people scare me. I'm still trying to think of my Eva Mendez moment. Um, I guess it would have to be, um, and this sounds so crazy, but writing this third book, um, I have set things up that once you read the third, it's going to tie everything together and you're going to be like, oh my God. Again, you can get these my book, the first and second book, The Ice Princess and its sequel, The Family Portrait, anywhere you buy books online. Um, you can order a physical copy through Amazon. You can also go to iUniverse.com and do a search for it in the book section. Um, I don't know. The second book was my favorite. I think this might end up being my favorite. I dedicated it to survivors of sexual assault and rape. And the culture that protects the assault the assaulter and the rapist I hope goes away forever. Because it's just, it's crazy that Bill Cosby was protected for so many years and Harvey Weinstein was protected for so many years and Mira Servino didn't have a career. She didn't have the career that she, she just won an Oscar. She should have many Oscar nominated performances, but she had to then get work where she could because she was blacklisted with Ashley Judd, Rosanna Arquette, and many, many, many others because of Harvey Weinstein. One man blackballed all these women who he raped, who he sexually assaulted, who he tried to but said no. And I believe Gwyneth Paltrow was like his Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly had said no to Roger Ailes after that. She turned down so many advances of his, but he kept her on. He gave her her own show. He, he looked out for her, blah, blah, blah. And the same with Harvey Weinstein. He tried to sexually assault her, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. She said no. And the next thing you know, he campaign to get her her Oscar. And I just feel like 
Oh, my gosh, I just had a thought. So she came out and said Shallow How was her least favorite movie, and everybody shamed her. What if she thought that it reminded her of her and Harvey Weinstein? Not that Jack Black physically reminds. She had to act next to somebody unattractive to her. I, I don't know how I want to say it. But I think that movie may have reminded her of Harvey Weinstein. That's why she hated it. Oh, my God. I just made the dot. Oh, my God. Oh, my. I feel so bad. At first when I saw I didn't respond to it online. But at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's one of my favorite movies of hers. What a bitch. Now I get it. I'm so putting that conspiracy theory on, on Twitter. I feel so bad for that woman. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, my Eva Mendes moment was writing my book and being able to dedicate that towards the survivors. Um, I just feel like I want them to be heard. Um, yeah. And it's also a character thing with Desiree. So I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait to finish it. So that's all I got for today. Thank you again for listening to me ramble. Um, I'll be back next week. And I hope you guys stay safe, continue to socially distance, and... If you have anybody in your life that's treating you badly or um, not respecting your boundaries or whatnot, don't wish them ill. Don't wish them ill, the coronavirus. Don't wish that they'd break their hip. Don't do any of that stuff. Let karma do its job. Karma will Whether they acknowledge it or not, karma will get them. And who knows, maybe karma is, they grow a conscience and they realize, holy shit, I was an asshole. That's karma in my book. And they look for apology from you. Or give you an apology. Sorry, not look for apology. Um, Yeah, so just... Sorry, he's up there stomping again. Um, Yeah, like, I don't wish ill will on anybody. But I tell you, I've heard trauma has happened to people that have been really nasty to me. And I make it a point to never wish ill will because that will always come back on you. Always, always, always. And... I don't want to be in a position where my life is in the fucking gutter and I'm like, why is it in the gutter? I'm nice to people. I do good things. Oh, I remember because I wished ill will on that person and now it's coming back to me. I do think about those things. So, So again, be safe, socially distance, and thank you for listening as always. Bye, everyone. 
Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea.